This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Happy sunny Monday, everybody. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And uh, each and every day. Are you okay? Is that a hairball? It's ball? okay. Yeah, no. Okay. It's just everybody's got that crud. And you're just trying to get it out. I'm trying to get it out, man. Get it out, man. Uh, let's start the show the same way we do every show. The three things we think you need to hear to be in the know today. It's the three at 12.03. Give me three. You got it. It's the three. I'll need three things. At 12.03. Three. That's a magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. Yes, it is. It's the magic number. What does it all mean? Thank all right. Door number one. Door number one. Uh, here's the first thing you need to hear today. Imagine you are stranded in Australia and you're trying to get to a popular beach town so you can surf and ride the waves, man. But um, I don't know. Apparently, if you're in Australia, you can like totally hitchhike to go to these places because that's a thing, I guess. At least that's what one Chicago native and musician who had just hopped off a flight from Mexico named Scott Hildebrand did. And uh, then all of a sudden, while he's hitchhiking, a celebrity picks him up. Should we have a listen? Yes, we should. In just one moment. Oh, okay, so we I'll are, give you. A, yeah, keep talking no for worries. a second. I'll. Uh, I will tell you that the celebrity who picked him up took him to the place where he was trying to go. Again, it was a, a popular beach town in Australia. It's called Byron Bay. And it wasn't just any celebrity, and it wasn't any just any method of uh, transportation that the celebrity was offering the hitchhiker. Let's have a listen. So we've uh, just landed in uh, Brizzy. We've uh, just seen a guy hitchhiking a Byron Bay. That's where we're going, isn't it? Byron, we'll give him a lift. Little does he know that we're getting a chopper. Here he is, guys. Here is the hitchhiker. Who's talking? Brother, I'm Luke. Nice to meet you, mate. Nice to meet you. Welcome to Australia. I'm just coming from Mexico right now. I'm coming from Mexico. Legend. I'm headed to Byron. Well, we're going to Byron. That's where we live, bro. Yeah, that's we'll great. Go, Let's go surfing. <laughs> Gonna chip in for the gas, alright? Four yeah. grand. Yeah. <laughs> Are you guys flying to Byron? You're <laughs> chopper in the Byron Bay, brother. <laughs> Scotty, boy. Scotty, Gary. Scotty's up. It's his first time. He doesn't know he's a Christian. Oh, there you go. So that's, I mean, we could keep listening, but we'll end there. That is the sound of none other than Chris Hemsworth offering a ride. Actually, you heard mostly there Chris's friend Luke mm-hmm. offering this guy, Scott Hildebrand, who we'll get to in a moment, a ride via their private helicopter to the delightful Byron Bay in Australia. Because that's mean, where they yeah. were going. And so they decided to pick this guy up on their way to the Chompa because he was going to the same place they were. 
Okay. Can you imagine you're just like, I, I, hitchhiking must be acceptable in Australia because I don't feel like we really do that here anymore. But um, can you imagine you're just like, I need to get to this place. I'm thinking about this on both sides, frankly. I'm thinking about this both on the side of uh, the hitchhiker. Like, I'm hitchhiking. You don't know who's going to pick you up, yeah. right? And bring you there. And then, oh my gosh, a celebrity picks you up and brings you in the chopper, right? But I'm also thinking about it on the side of Chris Hemsworth. You don't know who you're picking up. And you don't know that you're going to bring him in your chopper and they're not going to chopper you up. Well, see that's true. Saying? No, I see what you did there. Um, Thank you. Very clever it was. Um I did want to just say, though, that the Scott Hildebrand and I, I wanted to get to him because not only is he a Chicago native, he was just off a flight from Mexico. This dude is a musician who has a career of his own. And now I feel like his mus- musical career, actually, that was the music you heard in the background was his. Uh-huh. So I feel like his career got a huge boost. OK, am I? I seriously, uh, for some reason, I feel like. Was he like a contestant on like an American Idol or something like that? Am I making that up? Uh, maybe because that's not referenced anywhere in okay. this article. And I feel like that would be the first thing that they probably would say. I, I think I may have made that up. It just sounded like a very American Idol name. Um, but n- nevertheless, you're right. I bet like he's getting a little bump in his career now just simply based on the fact that he happened to be hitchhiking. And then they also I'm going to start hitchhiking in Australia Right, just in case. Yeah, because you never know when mm-hmm. Chris Hemsworth could roll up with his hot friend. Who, by the way, I was just looking. He's he looks like he's also I don't know um, very successful and has abs, which is I think what you have to have in order to be friends with Chris Hemsworth. Duh. So he um, he's got his own business too. So and you like to anyway, be in that business? Yes. All right, Hi-oh. moving on. Behind door number two. Let's see what we've got. All right, so we talked about this a little bit at the at the uh, in the Dirt Alert update. Paula Abdul fell off the stage into the front row oh, at a concert uh, over the weekend, uh, and here's what it sounded like. Here's what it sounded like. Thank you for saving my life there. She was fine. She was not straight up. (laughs) Cute. I see what you did there. She literally is singing and dancing and goes to greet the first row and clunk, clunk, clunk. She goes flying off the stage. It's the least graceful thing you've ever seen. Every performer's nightmare who has ever worked on a stage because at some point you might just not be paying attention. I can see how that would totally happen. I don't. I don't. I don't. Because <laughs> that actually happened, I remember, very... Because um, everybody, was, everybody was talking about it when it happened. B. Arthur, when she was here, one of her last performances here, she had a one-woman show. Mm. And she fell off the stage. I thought you meant our boss. No. That's, that's what I thought, too. Okay, I'm like, tell me I, Just for those right. of you who listen to the station a lot, I want you to know that that's a nickname okay. based on the actual B. Arthur, okay. who's now deceased. <laughs> But not because she fell off the stage here in Minneapolis, but that was, um, you know, that actually happened. She was telling stories and just fell off the stage. I did not know that. She actually did that? Yeah. Where was she? I think at the State Theater. Yeah. But not on the stage, apparently. Yeah. Well, she was until she fell off. Did she get hurt? I think she bruised a few things. Well, I mean, imagine falling from the stage. That's not a small thing. Now, I think 
uh, Paula was saved by the fact that there were people underneath her. But uh, B. Arthur, I don't believe anybody was, you know, I think people rushed to catch her. But oh, my gosh, yeah. that's one of those things where I think at that point you got to pretend like you're like crowd surfing or something. Um, I think she did the right thing. She's like, I'm a klutz. I mean, you have to own it. What are you going to say? Like, who put that drop off there? Really? I'm sorry. Like I said, I've, yeah. I've watched it. It's because she's okay that I could go back and watch it many times. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend it, though, because it's like there she is and then she's gone. Oh, it's highly entertaining. All right. Moving right along. Here's what we have for you behind door number three. Here is the third thing you need to hear to get about your day. So we need to listen to Kim Kardashian, and she is telling us who we can blame for Kim Kardashian and all of the Kardashians and every little bit of it. Let's have a listen. We thought, okay, who's going to watch this? We think we're funny. We think we're entertaining. But who's the friend of uh, your mother that said, you guys, should, Lee Gifford. you guys should have a camera in here and shoot this. Yeah. yeah. And so we did. We yeah. got one and it hasn't left. And it's, it's honestly, it's so much fun. I get to work with my family every single day. I get to be home, see my kids more. Couldn't have dreamed of a better job. Had no clue it would last this long. We thought maybe we'd be lucky to get a season two. So that is the sound of Kim Kardashian blaming Kathy Lee Gifford. So now that's another thing we can blame her for. That and like in the morning, in the evening, hey, we got sun, a bunch of other things. Um, if they could see, see me, me now, now up on a bunch of cruise. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, I'm not blaming her for that. In fact, you know, she's a queen. <laughs> When it comes to cruising, um, that is the sound of Kim Kardashian speaking with Alec Baldwin. And that was on his new show, which otherwise I feel like is getting panned. But um, I think it aired last night. It's on ABC. I didn't even realize that it was on ABC. When I saw Alec Baldwin has a new show, I'm like, it must be a podcast. Yeah, Although I, I know so he's too. a podcast. So, But anyway, um, that was the conversation he had with uh, Kim Kardashian. Can I also ask, like, how many celebrities talking to other celebrity shows do we need i'm gonna say honestly zero more please because i like alec baldwin he's gross and rude and kind of a clunky grumpy old person he just says whatever comes out of his mouth but i think i understand the appeal Mm -hmm. for some people for that although just sitting down someone like that in front of famous people i feel like we just have enough of that and it's also like do something different and unique. I don't know. Like I'm I'm not saying anything. I, I realize what I'm saying is not very deep. However, I just when I see shows like this, I'm like, okay, so it's Alec or Baldwin sitting next to Kim Kardashian, Roger, Rod, um, Robert De Niro to Raji P Henson. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not tuning in for that. Yeah. Are you? No. I mean, maybe if it's like something shocking comes out of one of those interviews, but do you kind of feel like anything deeper shocking is going to come out of those interviews? No, it just feels like more of the same. Again, it's just sort of like lazy. It's a circular experience. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know exactly what you're saying. I mean, put down like, I would want to see like, here's the show, like put, uh, you know, Alec Baldwin in a, well, no, even that becomes kind of jokey, but I'm like. Take him to a hotel room and like make him sit in opposite beds and just kind of like watch like bad reality television together and like talk, like catch the conversations they have in between like the commercials and stuff. I don't know. I'm just saying like just two people sitting in a sitting uh, in chairs facing each other having conversations doesn't seem very 
you know, thoughtful. I guess I'm just not really interested. <laughs> Please if- listen to our <laughs> show where we sit in chairs and stare at each other and talk for three hours every day. <laughs> I guess I'm just, again, I'm not really interested in hearing two unrelatable people talk about unrelatable things. Does that make sense? Yeah. I would just say like, I I would just, it would depend on the unrelatable things they're talking about. Right. But, but I don't understand why Alec Baldwin needs to be having conversations with Kim Kardashian unless she's like saying things she's never said before. She's not. Yeah. Really? All right. When we come back, we're actually going to get a dirt alert from Donna Valentine. This is a very special episode of the dirt alert coming up after this on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk one Oh seven one. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Donna Valentine has brought the dirt Hi from Hollywood. Hello, Hello. Donna. Hi, Donna. What's Long up, Long time no see. Yes. I mean, it was like minutes ago, but okay, sure. Tell me what you guys think of this. Liam Neeson's son, Michael is honoring his late mother mm-hmm. by changing his late mother, Natasha Richardson. Mm-hmm. In a very meaningful way, he has officially changed his name from Neeson to Richardson. She died in 2009, right? Yes. At age 45 after that freak skiing accident left her with a traumatic brain injury. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have two sons, okay? Michael and Daniel were 13 and 12 at the time of her death. And it seems that he's doing this not necessarily to avoid his dad's fame, but because he wants to honor her. Oh, that's sweet. I just think, I think that's really that's sweet. Yeah. I do too. Yeah. I think he had a lot of um a lot of problems with drugs and things like that. Mm-hmm. And at the time he would say, No, I just like to party. It has nothing to do with my mom. And now in retrospect, I think he looks back and goes, You know what? I had a delayed reaction. Mm-hmm. And so it's his way of honoring her. I thought that was really that's very, very sweet. a very, very I sweet story. I thought of that because I don't know my where that my last name comes from. Like I don't oh. know that side of my family. So I thought of doing my mom's maiden name. But then I would be Bradley Cooper, so that probably yes, work. be Bradley Cooper. I, Sorry, I got a little yeah. Excited. But then you got then you're always going to be that guy. That's like but you know what? Bradley kind Cooper, of fun? but not that Bradley. You're Cooper. like but Tom what, Cruise, the insurance agent, right? <laughs> here's the thing I would want to know: Would that give me entree? So, like, when I make reservations to exactly. them, will they say, "Are you Bradley Cooper?" And I'm like, "Yeah, here's mm-hmm. my ID." Yeah, I Just like not it. that one. Do it. Yeah, I like okay. Cooper. That's good. That's solid. Uh, it has a star quality to it. I know, right? Something about it. Totally. Uh, you guys, Jonah Hill has a new movie. It's called Mid-90s. And it's basically a coming-of-age story. And it's his directorial debut. Mm-hmm. It's only out in limited release now. But it follows a 13-year-old. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Boy in the 90s who joins a skateboarding crew. Hmm. Well, he was just talking to Ellen, and I thought, this is a side of Jonah Hill we haven't seen before. Yeah. He said it was only in writing and directing this film that made him realize how people's comments about his weight uh, when he was starting out, because he was a teenager, Mm -hmm. really got into his head. He said he believes everyone has a snapshot of themselves from a time when they were young that they're ashamed of. And for for him, it was that 14-year-old overweight, unattractive kid that felt ugly to the world. So this movie, I think, is a little bit of a snapshot of himself interesting growing up um with this this skater crew and also there's um he says that the film is, has um, a message of acceptance but one of the things that he does is he wants to accurately depict hollywood or los angeles the skating scene at that time warts and all so that means there are racial slurs there are homophobic slurs and he said he felt like it was important to tell the truth and have that be the lesson and show it in its ugliness than to go back and change history. Interesting. That's interesting. How have people, do we know how people have responded? Because I would imagine, like, I'm fine with that, knowing it, going right. into it. Right. But I wonder if everyone is fine you with know, that. You know, there's a, there are limited reviews right now on it. I read a not so, uh, it, not, it was a mixed review. Not It says he kind of misses the mark on some of it, but... Um, I guess you got to see it yourself and decide for yourself. Yeah. He said it reflects on the past and how we are going to face it in the present. So, you know, it's interesting because um, we watched over the weekend a couple older movies uh, at my house. We showed the kids some movies that Matt and I had watched when we were younger. Oh, yeah, fun. And it, it's interesting trying to, to explain to the kids things about like nuances about how we looked at things or ways that we talked or things that were okay for example how the world is different like for example we watched ghostbusters yeah there was a no smoking sign in the elevator and and they like they were like why is there a no smoking sign in the elevator and we were like well because you couldn't smoke in the elevator and they were like, well, why they didn't get that? We we're like, well, you could you could smoke in the <laughs> building, but not in the elevator. And they were like, you could smoke in buildings. And oh, we were like, oh, fun. my the things that you the new the nuances that you have to to to, to educate yeah. about. Sure. And I think it is interesting to make a choice, yeah. a conscious choice. I think it's important to really reflect the time period when you're making a movie about, about that, that time period. period. If it's part of the message, surely, right? Well, you know what's interesting, too? Did you guys talk about at all how, um, oh, gosh, who was it? It was like uh, a British actress and also uh, Kristen Bell. Uh The two of them were talking about not letting their kids watch Disney movies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kira Knightley? Was that who it was? Yes, it is. And I know Kristen Bell probably gets on your nerves. But she was talking about... No, I actually love her, but yes. But the two of them together, maybe? Mm, yeah, whatever. Okay. So she was talking about how she would use things like taking an apple mm-hmm. from a witch. She would let her daughter watch this, mm-hmm. but then would explain, well, you know, I would never take food from a stranger. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of the same thing, but, right. you know, they're like right. 
fun, right. teachable moments, and oh, then just sure. like explaining yeah. wh- what the we, times were we like. We don't burn witches anymore. That's a good rule. Right, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. We For just example. we just kind of you know ask them lots of questions. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless oh, I was going to make a really snide remark. I do won't. it, do it. No, I really mm-hmm. won't. I'll do it off. That's the, air. the little that? witch on your shoulder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do it. Uh, and then uh, Halloween. You guys interested? What not, movie? In the movie, movie or in the, the holiday? Mo- no, the movie. I am not. I don't like scary movies, generally speaking, anymore. So I. That's not really scary. It depends. Is like it? to me, ghost stuff is scary. Like killer stuff, I'm like I can handle that. I find the Halloween movie to be frightening. You do? Yes. Okay, well, I just watched the original yes. a couple of weeks ago, and it kind of got me interested mm-hmm. in the whole franchise mm-hmm. again. And I'm just super excited that you've probably heard they uh, it won the box office over the weekend, yeah. set a new record for movies it's with like a female lead over 55. Park, yeah. I'm just so excited for Jamie Lee Curtis because yeah. I yeah. think she's awesome. She doesn't have to do those dumb commercials anymore for, you know, Activia. getting the trots. <laughs> <laughs> She just needs to take fiber, Bradley. It's true. I'm telling you, I'm going to teach the world. You, They're going to call me Bradley Fiber Seed. Yeah, but you take like 50 a day. It's true. And that's a little too really much Really good for me, stuff but, moving. Oh, look hey, at the Donna, time. thanks for uh, all of this. You're welcome. I'm hey, going to stay. I'm going to stay. I wish you would because we're going to do some blind items next. But we also need a caller to play our 30-second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. 30 seconds. Five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You will win a prize on the Colleen and Bradley Show. We're going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You will win a prize. And we do it every day on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. It's the 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second And who's on the line today, Quilleen? We've got Tamara on the line. And Bradley, what's Tamara playing for? Tamara, you're playing for a pair of tickets to Thunder from Down Under at Mystic Lake Casino, Friday, November 2nd. You ready? Ready. All right, Tamara, we'll begin after I ask the first question. Here we go. Phil Collins played this instrument in the band Genesis. Who is the actress now known as the Duchess of Sussex? Megan Markle. Paula Abdul was a judge on what singing reality show? American Idol. Alyssa Milano got her acting start on this 80s sitcom. Who's the boss? Julia Roberts sang the Prince song in a bathtub in the movie Pretty Woman. True. Uh, What song did she sing? Oh, what song? Oh, Prince song. Oh, 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 um. Ah! Poor Tamara. I'm so sorry you did not get that. And thus, oh, you did you not win. We love, love you, you too, Tamara. Uh, the song was... Kiss. She sang Kiss in the bathtub. I would, I would have failed on that one, honestly. Oh. But that's because <sighs> Prince... May he rest in peace. May he rest in peace. Did not know his catalog very well. well anyway, we got all them uh, Thunder from Down Under tickets, I think, for the rest of the week. So keep trying. Keep trying. Uh, we play that every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show. And now that we're done with that, we can move on to solving some mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind items. Blinded by the item. Okay. Today, these blind items, usually done by Holly, will be done by me. 
And, and here, Donna has come to help me solve them. Hi. Hi. So the two of you need to find out uh, the answer to this blind item. In this particular blind item, you are, and by the way, blind items are just bits of gossip with the names left out. Courtesy of crazydaysandnights.net. You guys are looking for a B, B minus list actol. Okay. Okay. B, B minus list actol. It looks like, it looks like that this illiterate B, B minus list actor, illiterate being their name starts, uh, both names start with the same letter. B, B minus list actor who was most recently seen on that now-defunct network ensemble show, is going to be caught up in the latest disgraced director's bad news. Good. That actor has been skating by, despite the fact he is one of the producers, uh, procurers rather, of the young men to be casting-couched and organizes all of the, quote, meet-and-greets for executives. That fake marriage really annoys me, too. Ooh, okay. Oh, there's a lot. lot yeah, it's a right lot. There. So let me break it down for you. Okay. Basically, you want a BB minus list actor who was most recently seen on that now defunct network ensemble show. Okay. And he got caught up in a latest disgraced director's bad news. So that actor has oh. been skating by because he apparently also is one of the procurers of young men who get cast and oh. couched. Wow. So let's look for at least the uh, B, B minus list actor, and that might lead you to the, or try the uh, disgraced director first. Oh, God. Okay, B, B minus list actor, now defunct network ensemble show. Mm. Okay, Mm. will that help if we start there? The defunct yeah. Let's try show. let's try the show first, right? Yeah, that's where I'm going. Go with now defunct ensemble show. Okay. Because the first defunct ensemble show that I went to in my mind was Big Bang Theory. <laughs> okay. So that's not it. I went it to says Bradley. It's I oh. really want you to focus on the word ensemble. Ensemble. So then How I about go one with Nene Leaks. Remember that oh, one? Wait, 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 wait. 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 Oh, she's got it. She's got Wait. It. She's got it. I think it might be perhaps an American horror story. Oh. Think of, I really want you to think of the word Network. ensemble. I'm, well, I mean, I'm. So, <sighs> synonyms for ensemble, like what? First group. of all, ensemble makes you think of group, but Team. what kind of group? Oh. Mm. Like when you use the word ensemble, <laughs> You're usually talking about what? Um, like that teamwork. ensemble blankety blank blanked. Ensemble. That ensemble Like in what industry is that usually? Stage. Film. Well, the first two. <laughs> stage. Stage. Okay. Ensemble. Ensemble. Stage. Coach. So that's going to give you a hint for what kind of show we're talking about. Like a musical type of Thank show. You. Oh, jeez. Oh, okay. Oh, so, like, high school musical. Close. Oh, something TV that's show. got, like, maybe a gay kind of vibe. Colleen, this is... Okay, you, this like, is a high I school am, musical. No, it's hurting me. Uh, what's I the other know. one after high school musical that every... You know, the big one. The big um, one. The what's oh, your face? The oh, American Horror Story. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Ryan Murphy show. Yep. Yep. It's a It's a It's a glee. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Well, I knew I was going Ryan Murphy style... Right. Because of uh, American Horror Story. No, but we're talking about again but the B B minus list actor, actor on, on that on show. Glee? Yes. On Glee. Does his yes. first name start with a C? No. 
No, and he, it's a, he's a, he's an illiterate. illiterate. So that means B-B- his first and factor. last names start with the same so letter. So who's on that show? Now let's think it think out. Think of who's a man. Chris Colfer? Nope. Oh. That was a oh, wasn't there a guy on the show who was kind of accused of having some stuff? Well, Mark thing? Salling, but yes. he no, is dead. now deceased. Yes, that's true. I'm um, 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 who's the cutie, oh, the cutie pie oh, with the I chest? Know. Is it the dad? Is it the? It's the teacher guy. It's the te- and his name oh. I can't remember his name. I the very good looking teacher guy. I never watch a show. His name uh-huh. is. His name is I can't Sing it. somebody Break help me Matt 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 Matthew Matthew Morrison Matthew Morrison Okay his name So now who's the disgraced director Um is that I'm not going to make you wait this long for that one because we need to get to it but um again I want you to remember that the Harvey Weinstein? No, nope. not that and one. Who's procuring young men? Who has been accused of that behavior? Is it a younger Who man? We're about himself? to find out a full spread. I think it's GQ or one of the magazines is working on an investigative piece that we've talked about. Just give us that, Brian yeah, Singer. Oh yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so okay, I'll yeah, fill, fill in, in all the blanks. Okay, uh, back to the blind item at hand. It looks like Matthew Morrison who was most recently seen on Glee, is going to get caught up in Brian Singer's bad news. Matthew Morrison has been skating by, despite the fact that he's one of the procurers of the young men to be casting couched and organizers of all those meet and greets for executives. His fake marriage really annoys me, too. I don't know who his fake marriage is to. But apparently there are previously previous blind items about his... um, his fake marriage. Interesting. And that Leah Michelle was trying to call out his fake marriage and he was like attacking her and blah, blah, blah. Wow. So. Wow. Okay. That that's a big one. Heavy. That was a big one. That was kind of. Okay, and that was hard. Can you give it? Can it we? Was fun. That Let's, was not revealed though, by the way. So I should say that in the world of blind items, that's pure speculation. Okay. Yeah, but it's good speculation. But we'll find out if it's, of course, a part of that spread that is uh, apparently in the works. Yeah. Okay. All right. Gross. Moving on. Let's do another one. You need a former A minus list, mostly movie actor from back in the day. Former A minus list, mostly movie actor from back in the day. Got it. Okay. okay. This former A minus list, mostly movie actor from back in the day, is more well known for who he married and divorced than his acting career. Because of drugs, he blew a really decent hit show, which could have kept going. Whatever he turns over in an ongoing case will not be all that once existed. He's hoping he can hide a bunch of them. Hmm. Oh, man. Former. I know this is hard. So this is somebody that you only know mostly from being married. married. And that marriage was a part of a recent uh, case insofar as he had to turn over something from that marriage. But he did not turn over all of it. And that has been in the news. We can talk about it. Mm-hmm. So think about former A minus list. I mean, you should be able to get there because A-. that's not anybody. Former A minus list movie most, actor. So it's going to be okay. Shoot, dog. He looks really good for his age. Oh, oh, oh. I need to like turn every time over I see something from a marriage. Yep, the marriage is it's not he doesn't have a lawsuit with his marriage, mm-hmm. but the lawsuit is related I'll give you this. The lawsuit currently is related to uh an ex-girlfriend. 
Okay. The lawsuit is related to an ex-girlfriend. So he was in the news recently because of a lawsuit with his ex-girlfriend that might have almost caught him up in the Me Too movement. In that lawsuit, he's been ordered to turn over, I'll say this, text messages between him and his ex-wife. Okay, this all sounds so familiar. I am not, like, this is not clicking at all for me. This is not clicking at all for me Uh, either. So if I told you that his ex-wife is hugely famous, and not just for her movie roles, now she's like, she's, you know, I don't want to give it away because you'll get it instantly, but she she has made headlines herself for many reasons. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Seasons. She is now in a good... She's making headlines for all the good things. Mm-hmm. She's a very famous A-list actress. And she's making she, headlines for the good things. She, you know, movie projects, mm-hmm. TV projects, book projects. Oh my god! I know, right? Because now I'm struggling as well. So, are, are we to be thinking like Tom Cruise? No, and, not quite that. Because no. he's well, no, he's a he's current A list minus right. list, and you only know him because of his wife, who he was married. This to. is somebody who we know mostly because of who he was married to. Uh, who had to turn over text messages. She drives Reese? me nuts. Yes! Yeah, Reese yes! Witherspoon. Ding, ding, ding! Yes, wow. That... Oh! And so Ryan Phillippe. Ryan Phillippe. Yes! This is a Ryan Phillippe person. <laughs> Donna, I think that's the first time you might have pulled one out of the that hat. That was good. Well, you mentioned books, and I was th- I was trying to think of the cast yes. of uh, whatever little things. Uh-huh. Um, what's the name of that show again? Big Little Lies. Big Little Lies. So let me do the thing for and you. And I was like, okay, who else? It's not going to be Nicole Kidman. It's not going to be blah, 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 blah. So, Ryan Phillippe, um, he's a thing. Because of drugs, he blew a really decent hit show, which could have kept going. Whatever he turns over in that ongoing case with his ex-girlfriend will not be all that once existed. Those texts from uh, to and from Reese Witherspoon. He's hoping he can hide a bunch of them. Ooh. And if you go to the headlines, the headlines are... Ryan Phillippe ordered to turn over Reese Witherspoon text to ex-girlfriend in assault legal battle. Wow. Oh, oh my God. Even... I'm exhausted. Well, How I am you? too. I'm, I I'm exhausted it's, as it's well. It's hard. But um, Donna, we have to say goodbye to you. Goodbye. Uh, because Bye. I'm also exhausted because I was up late last night. Why was I up late last night? Because I was at the Phil Collins concert. <gasps> oh, wow. And I'm going to tell was you that... all about it. Were you up past seven? Yes, cute Bradley. It started past seven. <laughs> Did I'm going to really tell like you. 7.05? Stop it. I'm going to tell you all about it blankets? after this. Leave me alone on My Talk nice 1071. Well, I've been waiting for this moment all of my life. See what I did there? Oh, my life. Even is, I know what you're trying to do here. <laughs> this is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. I finally got to see Phil Collins in okay. concert Have your moments. last Let night. It out. Come on. <sighs> okay, well, first of all, okay, so first of all, can I just tell you that there's a reason why this is a huge deal for me? It was the first concert for him in 26 years in the Twin Cities. 
Oh, is that not why? Sorry. I mean, for him, that's why. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. It's about you. Yeah. Go on. Thanks. Thank you, Sonny. Thank you for getting us in the mood with some Sonny. Phil Collins. Thank you. Seriously. All right. So here's the I'm thing. I'm a Phil Collins fanboy. Thank what? you. Yeah. Thank what? you. We're here Sonny. together. You raised me, man. Right? Okay. I'm really okay, concerned. So now. here's how this all goes. Um, the thing about Phil Collins is this, and this is why people think that they don't like Phil Collins, if indeed you think you don't like Phil Collins. Because you look at him and you're like, he kind of just looks like your dad, right? Like, he kind of like, he looks like he might have like a little stomach punch and like he's balding and he wears kind of big glasses. You know what I mean? Like, you could picture him like sitting in the church basement, you know, eating jello salad and just like talking about nothing. Okay. Right? He just looks not cool. Yeah. But then he does this. And you're like, that man is a musical genius. Okay. He is. Big facts. Right? Okay. I'm. Do you guys want to just have your moment and I'll just go <laughs> no. over here in reality? But when I discovered Nobody's- that, when I discovered that, it cracked a whole world open to me <laughs> that I wasn't prepared for. World. And I was like. As she says as she's like literally grabbing at her susu studio <laughs> shirt like you're literally grabbing it i know because like it's, it's on your my security heart. it's on no, my heart no it's on your boobs but <sighs> nice try same thing but that's when i really was like i'm gonna go all in because like now i know that inside of that middle-aged weird looking man is a genius were there a lot of other um middle-aged weird looking people there last night because i imagine when i think of a, a phil collins concert i imagine there's two kinds of people mm-hmm. There's the old ones mm-hmm. who were fans of Phil Collins the first time around. Mm-hmm. And then there's like sort of hipsters who are sort of like, I love Phil Collins, man. The thing about a Phil Collins concert is that it's a place. <laughs> it defies description. It's a place for everyone. Oh, please. Everyone belongs at a Phil Collins concert. Bradley, I'm feeling like you, you got something against Phil Collins. He does. Um, I'm, I'm no, here's do you want to know the honest truth? I think I, I mean it, it sounds to me like easy listening music. It's awesome if you're in the mood for easy listening. Like oh. everybody kind of recognizes a few, you know, Phil Collins songs, and it's a part of the pantheon of the '80s. But how about this? Nobody gets me. You know what? It doesn't get you excited. I mean, no. I actually have audio from the actual concert. Oh. Before I play you a hit okay. of Phil Collins, I want you to hear that. I want you to know this. Phil Collins had to sit the entire time because Phil Collins has had a lot of back surgeries. Mm-hmm. So he, he can't, he doesn't stand at all. Mm-hmm. And, and so when I knew that going in, that yeah, he that was, wasn't going to get up and move around a lot. He he's literally, got some issues. Yeah. So he literally like walked with his cane out to his comfortable chair in the middle of the, <laughs> stage yeah. and there he sat for the majority of the time he got up and moved a little bit at one point but really he was there yeah and it still rocked and he's still sang all of his hits and his 17 year old son played the drums as well if not better than he so ever it was has. everything you wanted it to it be. was amazing here is uh susudio which doesn't even actually make any sense, right? And he knows it. Okay. Here is um here here he is playing Susudio last night. Oh, it's very loud. Sorry.
Okay, so here's a question for you. Is everybody singing along the entire time? Mm. That'd be kind of annoying, right? I yes get it. No. I feel like the appeal here is that you recognize the music, right? Because if you don't know Phil Collins' music, I don't think you think he's some kind of like, wow, I've never heard this before. So you go in, you have to have like a understanding of his work, right? Yes. So, yes and no. People are singing, like, Susudio. Yeah, everybody's singing along with Susudio because it's Susudio. Does he do a lot of, like, storytelling? No. He does very little talking okay. at all. Did he, uh, did he do two hearts? He did not, actually. I don't even know what that means. Um, what does see, that mean? He, okay, Is that like a B-side that he normally doesn't do? Or did something tragic happen and that's why he's chosen never to perform that song again? He has a very deep catalog. Mm. He does. Uh, and he would have to be... And, and also, he did a couple Genesis songs, um, but he doesn't do a lot of songs from Genesis, right? Okay. So, because he used to be in the band Genesis. Yeah. So. Uh, so he does like, uh, yes. Okay. So th- there's a couple things going on here. One, he sings some songs that people don't sing along to. Yeah. Um, but there are songs like Susudio that everybody sings along to. But yes and no. Like you're there. It's kind of a fun party. Did it live up to every expectation you have? And more. And I recognize I will probably never see him again. And so just reveling in that. That last minute opportunity. It was amazing. I thought, you know what? This is it. Well, I'm glad you had that. Thank you. And I am too. I honor that. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, uh, thank you. We need you to call in and tell us, what do you watch for background TV? 651-641-1071. Entertainment. Your favorite band's about to play a sold-out show, and you definitely got tickets. And drinks. Now hurry and make it back to your spot. Pass this person, and that person, about 20 more. Ooh, watch out for feet. Hey. Just keep going. A little further. Oh, there's your friend. Over here. Right where you want to be. Close enough to see the set list. And they're definitely playing your song. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. Love Target? Well, you're about to love it even more. With Target Red Card, you'll save 5% every day, in-store and online. Find the Red Card that's right for you, whether it's debit, credit, or Target's new Red Card Reloadable, which doesn't require an existing bank account or credit check. With Target Red Card, you'll get exclusive deals and free shipping on most items. Visit Target.com slash Red Card to get all the details. It's always a great day to save. Restrictions apply.